has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blue Splits with the new intro as uh, credited to Michael Nanya. So I appreciate that, Michael. Um, as soon as Shaq Lawson got signed, I had multiple people. It feels like everybody's, when everybody's signed, it's like multiple people are like, hey, where the hell is the review like an hour later? <laughs> uh, took me a couple of days to get to the review. This is going to be 43 plays. So it's a decent trunk review of uh, one Mr. Shaq Lawson. And then uh, just other housekeeping, JRB31 on Twitter. Um, I just had the live stream last night with Kyle Smith. Uh, tonight, I have the fantasy draft with a couple of the subscribers, who I think by the time you listen to this, probably a lot of you already happened. So that'll be interesting to kind of uh, chat with those guys and um, talk some shit with those guys. Um, so we have that. We have the Eagles game coming up soon or the Eagles review coming out soon. It's probably going to be out by Sunday or Monday. I know a lot of people are kind of over that game already, but I want to give it its due credit and do a review. It'll be a smaller review, maybe hour, hour and a half. I'm only going to highlight maybe like 30 plays or so. And then after the Eagles review, I'll be previewing the Panthers game. So look at the Panthers roster, talk about some of the matchups. You know, I, I dive into it kind of at a baseline level usually like a 10 to 20 minute kind of preview of that stuff. And I go into it obviously for hours talking about the actual game, the actual review of the game will be two and a half, three hours most likely. So um, I try to choke back a little bit with that because if I did a full game review, three hours plus a whole game preview, it would, that would be another hour, hour and a half. And you're looking at four or five hour shows and I just can't consistently do that. So uh, I got to kind of, dedicate my time to, to where it's the most necessary and that's to the review of the game not the preview of the game because we'll review it after we after we see it so that's the more important part um other than that not really too much to update you guys on again we'll get i i had the, the list of the strengths and weaknesses of him i give it at the end uh for the subscribers again i appreciate all the support we're almost at five thousand subscribers um, in a little bit over a year on the channel, and we hope to get that up to 20, 30, 40,000. Uh, we're getting a lot of subscribers to the website, $50 a year. You know, it's, it's five bucks um, a month. It's actually a little bit less than five bucks a month. It's almost more like $4 a month. So it's a cup of coffee or two a month to get, uh, in my opinion, the best Jets content out there in terms of actually learning about your team. Um, if you don't like to learn the stats and the film and stuff, that's on you, then that's, that's cool. You know, then you listen to the live streams. That's, yeah, and, I, and I love that people listen to live streams, but I definitely implore all of you to subscribe to the website. Um, so for one, Mr. Shaq Lawson, um, 27 years old, 6'3", 267. Um, to be transparent, I watched four weeks of 2019 and four weeks of 2020. I watched 2019 week 11, 12, 13, and 15. And I watched 2020 week, weeks 3, 4, 13, and 14. Um, Jets traded a sixth round pick for him. Um, which is really, if you really look at it, like pre getting that six round pick from whoever we got it from the Steelers, I think, or one of these other teams, I forget. It wasn't the Steelers, maybe the Colts. I, I forget who the six round pick was, but you basically traded Jordan Willis and a seventh round pick of the Jets who was going to get cut anyway um, for a Shaq Lawson. So uh, I think it's a really good trade for the Jets. He's a guy who's here this year. Again, I don't have the exact contract numbers in front of me because it's not really that important, but 
at least have a general kind of basis of what it is. This year, it's about a million and a half dollars. Next year, it's right around $5 million. So you're getting what I think is a decent level starter for you know, two years, six and a half million, seven million dollars. Um, I think he's a guy who could definitely be here next year next to a Shaq Lawson. You draft a rookie, you know, whether it be a first round pick or a second round pick or even a third round pick, then you have that rookie behind Shaq Lawson. If he steps up, he takes over for Shaq Lawson and Shaq Lawson's a depth guy. And then you still have the Bryce Huffs of the world. Maybe you re-sign Curry, you have the Ronald Blairs, you have Hamilcar Rashid, who might be able to step up. So um, I like this both for this year to hold the fort and going forward because he's he's relatively young where he could still be effective for a couple of years. And and Kyle brought it up on the live stream last night. I thought it was a good point. Um, it's not only for the pass rush because the pass rush is a, is a concern um, at a certain at a certain point. He does provide more than maybe some of the other backups on the, that you have on the team. Um, I think that goes without saying. But it's multifaceted because you look at his game and you look at the Jets' run defense, the run defense was struggling um, in the preseason. You know, and I know it's preseason, whatever it may be, but you have a couple of guys, you know, Ronald Blair was supposed to do that, that run stuff on the edge, but you're looking at guys like, you know, Vinny, Cur- I'm not Vinny Curry, um, Bryce Huffing, a lot of reps as a starting the end. And he's not the best run stuffer in the world. Even when Lawson was here, he's not the best run stuffer in the world, you know, and then you look at the interior of the Jets defensive line, which yeah, it, it, it boasts guys like, oh, something that's the right word, but it, it features guys like Quinn Williams and Fado Kassi in there. But when they're not in there, you're going to have guys like JFM and Rankins inside who are not the best run stuffers either with linebackers in Hamsa and Sherwood, who are we seeing a large majority of reps who are also thin um, and not necessarily guys who were, who were, you know, 235, 240, 245, who are going to be able to handle the run game. So I think the run game both up the middle and to the edges was going to get gashed a little bit. Um, and now bring it, bring in Shaq Lawson. It helps it out a little bit. Um, so that's another piece. To look at this, the jets, the jets, compared to the defensive lines of 2015 and 2016 with, with Leo and Wilkerson and Richardson and Damon Harrison and back then with, you know, the, the Sony, the Sione Pujas and Mike DeVito's and Chris Jenkins of the world, uh, Sean Ellis's, they were more run stuffing defensive lines where this, this defensive line is still very good. And I thought could have been a top five unit with Shaq Lawson and Vinny Curry. Unfortunately, I think it took a drop back to probably 10 to 15 range. Um, maybe like top eight. It, it, it depends, but this is a pass rushing unit. So I think sometimes they're going to get gashed in the run game. And like I said, a guy like this, like this helps. Um, but getting into the film, I had to pause it for a second. I was getting too hot in here. I had to put the fan on. Um, by the way, I know people are probably going to ask in the chat after. Um, two more things while I remember why I paused. Again, if you're going to the Panthers game and going to the Patriots game, let me know. Uh, we definitely like to, to link up or meet at a bar or let you know where I'm going. Um, not doing anything crazy. I'm not going any, you know, paid tailgates anything like that i'm gonna probably just pretty much just go to a bar do whatever but um and with that leon washington jersey people usually ask oh whose jersey is that leon washington gotta gotta rock a leon um love leon's one of my favorite jets of all time so getting into shaq lawson um backside of duo okay this is buffalo bills to running 19 um he's going to be right here um Number ninety, I think he's wearing fifty for the Jets, right? I don't, I don't love defensive linemen who wear in the fifties, to be honest, or even seventies, unless you're like a run stuffing nose tackle. What was Chris Jenkins? Six seventy, seventy seven, seventy six, seventy five. I forget. I think he was seventy seven. I could be wrong. Obviously, um, admitting it, I, I forget. Um, but okay, we're watching right here. Backside of duo. 
we'll run through a lot of these plays relatively quickly. Uh, just because like when you get to corners, receivers, offensive linemen, I, I think it's a little bit more, there's more, it's more intricate quarterbacks, obviously linebackers, defensive end, defensive tackle, relatively simple. So you can kind of run through their stuff pretty relatively quickly. It's, it's obviously it's, it's very complex, but in terms of comparative to other NFL positions, it's, it's relatively simple. So um, here he's not necessarily involved. Um, but in terms of him stacking his guy, playing the edge, playing the cutback, um, he does that really well. And here, you know, again, and, and I, I've always admitted at first, I'm definitely jumpy with recording plays. Whereas later I definitely uh, ease off of recording everything. Um, but in terms of just the stack right here and, the, and him holding the edge, obviously good length or he doesn't have good length, but he plays with good length here. His, his life, I think his arms are actually average to below average arm length, um, but plays with good length um, in terms of extension, good leverage, gets his hands on, um, kind of anchors down, rips him to the ground. And it's right there. If, if it was a, a uh, if the running back were to cut the run back again, pretty simple. There's, there's really not much to break down here. Um, again, hand placement's good. First contact. And then obviously the little bit of like a, like a push pull right here. Um, so pretty easy. So I'm getting, it feels like every freaking time I start to sort of show, it's just text, text, text. So my friends, my freaking, my wife, my, my, my parents, my sister, my Every time, but then I'll do the show, do all the shit, and then I won't get a text for three hours. So it just when I get, for some reason people know I'm doing shows. It's annoying as hell because I got to look at my phone because if it's work, I got to answer work. Uh, can people just leave me alone? You know, let's let, let me do my jet shit. I want to talk to you guys. <laughs> uh, right here, the right end, right left side of the screen though. Right end, left end, five technique. Three point stance, one, two, three. Just going over the simple stuff. I sometimes I skip over the simple stuff a lot, um, just because I. For the people who have watched enough, I think you get stuff like that, like five technique versus seven versus versus four i versus versus loose three versus three versus two versus two i like three three point stance, four point stance, two point stance. Like I think for the most part, a lot of you guys at least get that stuff by now. Um, so sorry if I do skim over that stuff. If you guys have questions, you can obviously always ask, but, um, I, I do skim over some of the more simple stuff. Um, so right here, the bills to me, um, and you can never be hundred percent sure, but to, but to me, or I, I, you could be, I could be pretty damn sure. They did a lot of gap exchanges with their linebackers and a lot with Tremaine where there's just simply like you're, you're lined up in an opposite gap. So he's lined up in a C gap right here. And then he's going to exchange gaps with, with Edmonds where it looks like he might be responsible for the B gap while he's the, while he's the A gap, the, the, the like the tilted one right here. Um, and they did, and they did a lot of, so sorry, they did a, did a lot of him knifing inside or angling inside to the B gap or whatever gap it may be with the linebacker scraping over the top to, to gap exchange. So that's what it looks like here. People might say, oh, well, it looks like he, um, he, you know, he, he, he read him kind of like hinging on the backside. Could be true too, but to me, it looked like a lot of, a lot of gap exchanging with the linebacker. So he had the freedom to shoot inside right here. Um, and we're going to see him do that. Obviously, like I said, shoot immediately inside. Again, 
he's getting right to the backside or he's filling. There's, there's multiple ways, but it looked like a lot of Tremaine Edmonds doing that with, with him, with him, uh, knifing inside. So obviously good lateral step. You don't want to step upfield or step towards him because then you're not, you're working kind of into a tight space. You rather take that lateral step, um, because you're working more into space. Obviously it's pretty, it's relatively simple, right? So take that lateral step, work into that space. Good job dipping the shoulder, the inside, the, the outside shoulder here, re- reducing the contact surface of his, of his chest. Again, you don't want to step inside with your chest wide open. He catches you in the chest. Now you're screwed. So you want to dip that shoulder, um, give him less, less of a, of an, of an area to, to punch. Pair that with a rip, get inside, um, running back is forced to cut the run back a little bit. And you're to see Lawson who, who trips slips right here. Looks like he slips, but he's still in position to make a tackle on the running back. So good job, again, reducing lateral step, finding the running back, taking a good angle to the running back, and then making a tackle. Again, in terms of run stuffer, he's above average run stuffer. And pass rusher, we'll talk about it. I think, he, I think he's an average-ish um, pass rusher. Don't think he's great, but we're going to see him right here. 3.5 uh, five tech. Again, the Bills probably had a little bit more, a little bit more movement than the Jets. I don't think it was a lot of stunts. I think it was a lot of exchanging um, and twists. There were there were some there was some stuff. It wasn't overly complex. Um, I think the Jets would be a little bit more simplified, but pretty simple here. Obviously, the idea is okay. He's five tech. He's in a slant inside. He's going to try to pull this tackle, and then you have uh, I think it's Alexander um, is going to to blitz on the edge C gap. So now. Because of that, he's going to go against the guard instead of the tackle. Again, typically he does bull rush. Um, his moves are a little bit, little bit limited. I think with Miami, he developed some more moves, but he is primarily a bull rusher. And the thing you do not want to do to really any defensive lineman, but especially a bull rusher, a guy who's powerful, is give the chest and the the guard gives the chest his hands are low his hands are late he takes the chest sometimes and well this is not the best this is not an example of it but in general with lawson sometimes you see his elbows float out a little bit too much sometimes you see his hands a little bit too high um so i want to see more consistent hand placement with him but in general this is good hand placement tight elbows um outer pec area that's fine um again you just want him too narrow you don't want him too wide you want your elbows too flared out but here, this is this is good. Um, leverage is, is relatively good. Looks to be pretty linear. Extension. And gets to, gets to the quarterback, gets at least a pressure. Now, again, oh, my God, he didn't get the hit. Okay. Snap. One, two, three. One hitch. Ball out. Is it necessarily always easy to do that with movement to get to, get to the quarterback? No. But did he do a, a decent enough job right here creating some pressure? But you have to consider the three-step drop hitch throw. Yes. So angles inside, bull rush almost gets there. He does he does again a lot of a lot of these uh these bull jerks gets him out of the way. And if you have to hold on to the ball, the coverage is better. It's it's probably a hit or a sack. But it's I guess it'd be considered a pressure again. I don't know how PFF and all these sites do their pressures versus hurries versus hit hits, even hits. I don't I don't know. Like every time he hits, I don't know. Shack bull refit arm over. Okay. Um right here. More of like a seven, a loose five. Again, I don't give a shit. 
if you're calling somebody a loose five because there's no tight end, the tight end is detached here. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, to say he's a part of, of that whole thing in terms of techniques, but um, there's people who will not call a seven technique, a seven technique if there's no tight end, which I, I however you're, however you're, you're doing it. So if you want to call him a seven, imaginary tight end, he's a seven. If you don't call him a loose five, I'm cool with whatever. I don't really care. So five, loose five, seven. Okay, again, another situation. Ball is out pretty quick. One, two, three. One hitch, kind of two hitches right there. Ball out. Um, but, again, the ball is not uh, – this is when I guess I screwed it up or I recorded it twice, which is fine. Whatever. Um, but but similar. So, um, I like his bull rush in terms of one step inside. And the one step inside right here is going to kind of freeze that, that – that inside foot of the um, tackle. I mean, you freeze the outside foot of the tackle and then and now you're getting back outside. Now he's going to kind of have to kick it into high gear to, to get back outside with his feet, with his kick slide. And now typically they're off balance, they open, et cetera. And then it kind of frees you up to, to, to take their chest and they're not going to be as, as sunken down into, into making it a hard, a hard edge to, to pass. Um, so again, one step inside for, Freezes his, his inside foot just a little bit right there. You can see it. Free uh, um, again. Like I said, freezes it. Now his chest is open. Now he's now he's kind of leaning a little bit to get it outside. Um, Lawson again takes the chest. That, that hand's a tiny bit high. You want to see it again. It, if it's going to be in this area, you want it kind of more into like the thumb into the armpit or even to the outside shoulder. But when you're getting to this area, you, 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 you sort of get into that range where you're pushing the shoulder down instead of pushing it back. Just a, just a note. So it's a tiny bit high, but you're going to see him, um, bull. You're going to see him refit that hand now. And now again, exactly what we just talked about. It was a little bit to the top of the shoulder. Now he refits it, get his el gets his elbow tighter and now starts to lift up the pad. So that refitting of just top of the shoulder to, to look at the pad, major difference, major difference. So good job refitting the hand, lifts him. And now once he pushes him past the level of the quarterback, he's aware of where the quarterback's drop is. You don't want to keep continue to rush and just rush past the quarterback. So when you kind of can get that range where you push the, the tackle up to the arc and you can now clear yourself to get flat to get the quarterback, you want to arm over, you want to clear yourself. So he notices that, arm overs, clears, clears the outside arm gets the hit on the quarterback. So we'll watch it again in full speed once I, or sorry, from here. Um, after I explain that all. So th then it starts to be more impressive. So good bull rush for the most part. Again, it's bull rushes into arm overs, into rips, but it, a lot of his stuff starts with the bull rush. Sh uh, Shaq refit fork power. Okay. Um, right here. So he's a four eye. Uh, one of the things about him is his versatility is good. Um, where he could play five tech, he could play standing up on the edge a little bit. I think people make too much of a difference to be completely honest of depending on your role of a, of a, of a four, three end versus a three, four outside linebacker. They do a lot of the same stuff to be completely honest, but, um, he does have the flexibility to stand up, to drop it into coverages, you know, walls, things like that. Uh, four, I three tech. He has a strength to play to play in there. Um, I could see him being a guy who flexes inside him in JFM. Um, can rotate like that a little bit. Obviously, JFM is probably a little bit better inside than Lawson is, but and Shaq Lawson. 
um, it gives you some versatility on the defensive line. So he has the ability to do this. So four I right here, three uh, three point stance. Again, now look at the drop of the quarterback. One, two, three, ball out. So yes, it's going to be hard for him to get a sack here, obviously. But now did this pressure, did him in, in, in his face, force switch factor to rip that ball down a little bit and, and, and kind of duck for pressure and lean out of that throw? 100% he leans out of that throw because of the pressure in his face. Now looking at the rush of Lawson, again, step inside. He tries to, he tries to give, him, give him a little crossover uh, type hesitation move again, but doesn't really catch the, the defensive lineman or the offensive lineman. Gets caught in the chest. Don't love to see that. You'll want to see kind of more proactive hands, but that hand does come underneath. Forks it. That's all it is. Fork. Right arm versus left arm. Lifts them up. Now, again, that right hand isn't landing because they're kind of battling with the with the inside arms, and the, the, the guard is able to, to refit it. Um, but with just some of his natural power, even though he's not necessarily controlling the chest, only with the left arm, he has contact with the chest. But just his pure power from his base, he's a really thick trunk um, and power. So even if he's just pushing you with, with his chest behind or, or his chest, which is, which is un- obviously his legs are under that, that chest, it goes without saying, right? But the, he still has power is what, I'm, is what I'm saying. Even without, even without good hand placement, he's going to have power. Um, that's kind of what you see here. And this movement of the left hand, that left hand looks like it grabs the shoulder pad or pushes the shoulder pad right there, which kind of throws the guard off and pass that uh, allows him that inside angle. You can see it right here. So left hand extension throws the guard off. Now that right hand is going to club, club, get to him. Now at this point, once he's thrown past, it looks like he just tries to drop off and assist the tackle, the guard. Um, and the guard is thinking that maybe the center is going to pick him up, but I don't, I don't, obviously it's way too late in the rep. So not a good job of the guard dropping off this, but oops, sorry. But now you have Lawson right in the face. Leans out of the throw, rips the ball, miss, misfire because of Lawson's pressure. Six high hands. Um, you're going to see it right here. Wide five, seven. And some of his rushes stall because of this. I think with more consistent, because he has the initial shock on guys when he when he lands his hands and, and the power, but when your hands are so high, um, it it you're you're, you're not going to be able to to lift and ex- and and um, kind of extend your rush because a lot of a lot of like bull rushing, like yeah, it's, it's push force, but even more so, a lot of the time it's it's lift, it's the, it's that lift force. Even the long arms, you think about it, you're getting under a guy and you're lifting him. You're not necessarily pushing him all the time. A lot of it's lift. I would say more than 50, 50 is probably lift. And when your hands are high like that, you're not really able to lift the guy. So he, he initially shocks guys and will, and will get them to kind of jump into their anchor and, and get an initial push on them. But because his hands are high, they stall at times. Um, and here is an example of that. He takes the chest extension, but look at his hands. See the hands are really tight, tight together, high into the in, into almost the V of the neck, and his elbows are wide. So you're rushing like this, you know. Sorry to like I can't when you're when you're when your elbows are flared out, you're not as strong as your elbows are tight. It's just that's just that's 100. That's just body mechanics. Now again, when your hands are high and your elbows are flared, it just it's just your your rush is going to stall if they have any type of anchor. So hands high, elbows wide, rush stalls. He's not able to get there. Whereas if he came in. 
lower, you know, and grab them in the chest plate, you know, outer pec, inner pec, you know, midpoint of the chest type area. Um, he gets those elbows latched in. He kind of gets that. He, get, he grabs the chest plate, quarter turns, quarter turn, just grab, quarter turn. Same thing with the offensive lineman, quarter turn. And it really actually, when it activates, it, it tightens your elbows, it latches your elbows in and um, proven to, to act, activate your back muscles, your scapula. Um, so you're even more powerful um, when you do that quarter turn. Um, even if you just do it like this and like, you like, can't, you kind of like flex in your back to feel that quarter turn, but you can feel it. Um, it just activates another muscle. Um, again, latches those elbows, hands high, hands, hands too, uh, again, too close together, rush, rush stalls. Not gonna, I, I, I kind of talk about the negatives as I talk about the positive with Shaq Lawson in this review. I do that a lot with defensive linemen. Cause like, Oh, he, he got, he got held up on this rush. It gets really, really boring to watch that for people. Um, so I try to kind of do both at the same time. That's just one play where you, you, I was a good example of what I'm talking about. Um, right here, seven tech versus tight end. The one thing about him is, um, from what I saw, and again, he's played what, you know, he's been in the league for five years, whatever he he's, he's played 80 games. I've watched eight, but I think that's a relatively large sample size. And from what I've watched in those eight games, he is pretty consistent on the backside of zone, on the backside of power, on the backside of play action, on the backside of nakeds, on the back on the backside of bootlegs. Uh, read option. He he looks to, or, or and what, from what I've watched, he's pretty consistent in and kind of maintaining his role, not biting on stuff. Um, you see a lot of guys with knife down insider here, squeeze it, and then they get beat. Um, but he's pretty consistent. I'm just staying on the backside. Okay, I know my role. I'm going to stay on the backside. Stays on the backside, doesn't fall for anything. A fake pitch, roll out into a naked. They're going to try a quick hitter with the tight end. And it's like overs type concept with him sneaking underneath. Um, and he does get it to the tight end, obviously, to be fair. He gets it to the tight end. But Lawson's pretty disciplined and gets the, a massive hit ball out once he's, he's in his last step. So some, if, if this were Tom Brady, if this were Tom Brady, if this is Patrick Mahomes, if this is, you know, any of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league, this is a penalty, but because this is, this is whoever this is on the, is it, is Drew Locke too? I think Drew Locke is too, right? Because this is Drew Locke, it's not a penalty, but he gets absolutely walloped right there. And it's going to make him think twice, but the ball is completed. Good job by him not being a, a you know, a softy and getting rid of that ball, but still, Good job by Lawson. He can't control the tight end looking out like that and the defense kind of losing. Easy sack. Um, I just put most of the sacks in here. When they're easy, they're easy. I just want to put them in here. Um, right here, call him a seven. Again, he's kind of detached, but he's still attached still, but kind of not. Whatever. Um, right here on the edge, watch it first. Again, he needs to make this play. He does. Um, his tackle radius... So you'd think a guy who, and I'm going to say like his lateral mobility, his, he's not twitchy, he's not the most loose, but in general with him, while, while he, you'd think that all that leads to him not having a big tackle radius, he doesn't miss a lot of tackles. Um, and one that comes from power, he thumps guys to, and two, to me, he looked like he has really strong grip strength. So if he gets a hand on you, you're not getting away. That's what I saw. So, um, he's a good tackle radius for, you know, for a guy who's not, the, not uber athletic and I'm not talking about it on this play. Maybe you'll see that later, but easy sack here, chases him down. Um, 
I, I put it in here just to put it in here because what I wanted to do, and again, I'm early in my review at this point, obviously my eighth play of this review. So I'm thinking, um, I haven't watched his highlights. I don't know this guy. You know, I, I haven't heard and cops have brought up a, a lot um, or brought up last night too. Um, I don't know when you're watching this, but Thursday night, I try to watch players before watching anything else about anybody else or looking up stats or whatever. And to be completely honest, I don't really watch anybody's stuff on anybody, um, depending on who it is, maybe like a high school coach, college coach. Yeah, sure. But gets Twitter, uh, not, not so much, but, um, I like to watch first and get my own opinion. So I didn't see his stats in terms of, okay, well, did he have the first pressures? Was it second pressures? Was it cleanup sacks? You know, how long did he take to get to the quarterback? So at this point I'm looking, okay, is he getting, is he getting Trey Hendrickson sacks? you know, coverage sacks, long developing sacks, or is he getting Carl Lawson type sacks? You know, he's getting there in three seconds. Um, so I've recorded that. I'm like, okay, easy sack. Are all of his sacks going to be that of his six sacks this year or whatever? So that's why that was recorded to be transparent. Um, right here, four tech, three point stance. Again, relatively simple right here. Um, again, just the, just the design of this play. He's trying to pull the tackle in. Trying to pull or yeah, try to pull a tackle. Um, and then this this uh linebacker's blitz in the C gap. So um not a crazy blitz design. You know, you've seen guys be a little bit wider and then try to knife inside here. So it would kind of do more to, to pull, I think, bowls inside, but um nonetheless, he rushes against the the guard. The guard uh does an absolutely terrible job. So um you have McGovern, obviously this is McGovern. McGovern's on the on the uh, the Broncos. He checks the linebacker, doesn't blitz. Is now now he's going to um, look like he's just sliding. He has a slide protection to his right. The number sixty six has has to know just based on the 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 alignment right here. There's three guys. Cut the defense off at this point. There's three guys. He's knifing inside. That's your responsibility for sixty six. Seventy two is going to pick up the linebacker, and eighty seven um, is going to pick up. Uh, what is it called? The uh, Jerry Hughes right there at 55. So I guess 66 just doesn't understand the defense or the, the, the offense. And he thought they were in a protection where um, McGovern was in side protection left, but he was in right. So there's a miscommunication here. He tries to pass off Lawson and he's still looking at the linebacker. Absolutely terrible job by the guard. Just passes him off. He gets an e the, the, uh, the clear a gap. Good job by Lawson being kind of, proactive with his hands right with his left hand right here and just wiping away the drag hand of McGovern the drag hand right here wipes it away gets to the quarterback sack he bring he brings the he, he thumps dudes like he's a he's a big hitter and he, he will put his weight on you um either not supposed to but he's a big hitter play 10 power but tech but tech eh okay yeah Right here, wide five, seven. You can almost say it's a nine at this point. I'd say more seven, seven wide five, loose five, whatever you want to call it. Again, he gets in there. Um, so, and obviously the, the quarterback is brought down really quickly. Ed Oliver gets there pretty quickly. Um, but obviously he, he wins his, his rep too. Um, now in terms of the technique, again, contact window. <clears throat> you want to be more prepared with your hands for, for, for me with loss right here at this point, you're, you're really, really close. You can almost, you can almost, you know, feel his breath, you know, their face, almost face mask, a face mask and your hands are down. He gets caught in the chest. So you don't love that. I want to see his hands be more ready for that, for that shoot of the offensive lineman. Um, now he kind of wipes the hands away, forks them, 
and more like wipes him up, wipes him away, gets caught in the chest again. But at this point, his natural power kind of takes over and his left hand lands onto the outside shoulder of the, of the tackle and just kind of pulls him down, clubs him down and arm overs. So the technique's not the, not the cleanest, but the power's here where, you know, he's caught in the chest. He's not in the best, best position. Just this, this movement, this circular force right here, just kind of throwing him inside wins him the rep. So not the cleanest, but power's there. Arm over, flatten, get to the quarterback. And obviously, because he's being swung around like that, he, he, he misses getting contact on the quarterback. But still, a win, technique not the cleanest. Shaq versus RPO. Okay, right here. Again, pretty disciplined. Um in terms of, and I'm saying RPO too, because it looks like he just, he just running this, this, uh, this orbit motion. He's re reading him to the flat. He doesn't look like his eyes are ever on Lawson. So if this guy wasn't a carry or whatever, he would, he'd pass it. If not, he's just a hand it off. So it's almost like a, like a pass run, not a, not a, a run pass, but, um, Lawson does a good job just squeezing down on the run while staying square to the quarterback, just in case he does pull it. Again, depending on the now if it's now if it's like a, a scratch and sniff or um, a fill and fold, which we'll talk about in different times, but those are different ways of playing his own reads. So sometimes, like let's say I don't it's a fill and fold just for the linebackers would be um, he fills, so he's gonna come up and he's actually gonna fold over the top to take the to take the run outside. So that's a one way of playing like read option where then he would just be purely based, you just purely take the quarterback. Then you have like scratch and sniff, which would be this linebacker, and in this instance, just in this set, him taking the, taking the, the, the running back, um, he can be free to take the running back or the quarterback, um, depending, I'm not 100% sure, but, he, but, but this linebacker would take, the, take the, uh, the running back, and then he comes over the top. So there's different ways of playing read. So like, it's not like, oh, 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 if he dives inside or if he takes the, the, the quarterback, he's 100% wrong because you have scratch and stuff. So you have, you have fill and folds, you have a bunch of stuff. But again, um, fill, fold, and then you have the, uh, the, the scratch and stuff where he would take it, take it, come over the top. Unless I'm scrambled. Yeah, scratch and scratch and, yeah, scratch and, and sniff. I could be, I, I think I'm, I might be blanking out on, on that terminology. Uh, I don't think I'm wrong. Hold on, give me a second. This is the reason I have notes because that's that's stuff I'll I'll like blank out like terminal simple stupid shit I'll forget sometimes. Uh, da, 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 da. Usually I'd pause if this I don't I don't care to whatever. I'm just checking back make sure I'm 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 saying those terms right. Um, <laughs> I have someone shouldn't hear it. I don't even know where it is. I'm going to pause it real quick, but we watched that play. Hold on. I was going to make sure I get that right. I got that right. Yeah. Okay. Took me a second, but I found it. Yeah. Uh, scratch and sniff and fill and fold. I just, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Oh, it's, it's really something else. And then you guys say it and then you sound like an idiot. Um, okay. Next play. My guys like who, uh, I know there's been people reaching out like, Oh, well, how should I do this? And how should I go about learning that? Notes is important. Uh, hundred percent. It's really important. I, I've, I read books and wrote notes. I did, I watched plays from 
high school coaches, college coaches, I'll write, I'll, I'll write notes and I try to rehearse it and then remember it and then, and then know it and then see it and then diagnose it. Like you just got to just build and build and build and build and build. But start with the simple stuff. Don't be like, Oh, I'm going to, my first thing I'm going to try to go and understand Nick Saban's cover three rip Liz. Like don't, don't start with like simple shit, you know, or the different cover fours or cover threes or just, just simple base, base stuff. Um, easy stuff. Okay. So I just put it in here cause it could it run stuff, but good job. I don't love this play design by the Cowboys. It could be an RPO. It'd be a little bit weird though, just based on alignment and where, where it, so it, it could have been a handoff all the way. Just like my thinking here is okay. One, it doesn't look like his eyes are on Lawson. So you'd think if this was an RPO, he's going to try to cut, like he's going to try to like cut him off or, or crack him inside. If he cracks him inside, maybe he pulls it. Um, and then he's reading him. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, or maybe he's not reading him. He's just expecting him to, either take on the, the, the sifter. Like it's, it's not, I, I can, I, I can talk about this play for probably five, 10 to 10 minutes. I, I just don't, I don't love the design of one, his alignment to the read. This is just overly complex for no reason for me. I, I just don't like this again. I don't, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty about the Cowboys. This, this play we're talking about Lawson, but um, Lawson again, offensive line, he, he pinches down on it because they're all going to, to uh, away from him. So he wants to contain the edge, but he still wants to, to get in on the play. If he can seize the handoff, big hit on the running back. Again, he's a, he's a thumper. Like I know that didn't look like it was a big hit and, and Zeke is a powerful dude, but still he like, he comes in with some force. Um, really do not like that play design though. That's something with the jets. If, if we see that during a game, I'll get into some of the other stuff, but I kind of gave you simple stuff right there, but I didn't, I didn't love that. Um, run stuff right here. A little bit blurry on this play. I don't know why. Wide five, seven. That is not him. <laughs> Where is he? Okay, sorry. He's right here. I apologize. Five, six I. Versus Tyron Smith, who is one of the better tackles in the NFL. Again, widens. He feels the, 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 the zone steps of the offensive line. Stacks them. Good leverage. Helmet under the helmet of, of Smith. Hands look to land first and inside. Good job. Stands him up, continues to widen. Pulls himself through. So leverage hands. Stand him up, power. Pull yourself through, free yourself up. Now, again, this is talking about some of the tackle radius. Like, this is not necessarily the easiest for him to do, but, like, he just he just takes really good angles, and he always, find, he always finds a way to bring down the running back. But in terms of a run stuff, like – this is why when I heard like, oh, Vinny Curry replacement. This is not Vinny Curry's type of play. Like he's a, he's a he's a base four three defensive end who is a good run stuffer, decent pass rusher. Like he he fills a role. He's a starting level player in the NFL. He's not a backup. Um, now what happened with the Texans? Again, the article I wrote, <laughs> I kind of put it in there. Do I really want to try to get into the the, the, the mind of the Texans and, and what they do and where they play guys and treating DeAndre Hopkins for a washed up David Johnson, like a second round pick, whatever it was like, let's not try to dive into them. Like we'll just, we'll try to dive into them and we'll become crazy too. If he was a player, he is with the, with, you know, the last two years that he actually played in NFL games, um, you know, not preseason and what he was with the, the bills and the dolphins. I'm pretty happy with the player we're getting. Um, we're 14 plays deep. We still got to go about 30 more plays, but still. Um, sorry, he's right here. Uh, four eye right here. 
So this is like a win, but at the same time, not a win. So um, gives a little hesitation right there. Now, again, the hands for me, um, I want to see him at, at times be a little more forceful with his hands too. Sometimes he, he tends to like lay his hands on guys instead of really exploding through that contact. Um, and here, again, with that, with, with the open chest of the, of the left guard, um, who I'm not sure who that is. I don't think it's any one of their good guys. I think it's probably a backup. You have Fredericks, Martin, um, Collins, Smith, and whoever's playing left guard here. I'm not 100% sure who 76 is two years ago on their team, but I don't think it's anybody who's, who's overly good. Um, but his hands are wide. Not that that's set. Again, I always get into shit with the offense, but nonetheless, takes the open chest. But again, that hand wants to be more forceful. It lands too high and elbow wide. Like I want to be, again, tighter and really, really power through that contact. But this placement, not the best. You see it ends up high. Now now the, the guard is kind of able to get under him. Extension. Now, now the second part of it, getting even with that bad placement, getting that extension, power, extension, plan hard, instep, bull, jerk. So bulls him, jerk inside. Now the center picks him up too, but he's almost there. So again, it's a win. Could have been a little cleaner though. Dumps it off to Elliot. Mm -hmm. 15. Uh, so I'm like thinking to myself, it's so funny. Like I'll do a couple game breakdowns. Like after the season, I'll do like 17 weeks in a row, whatever. And then I'll have my first player review. And I'll be like, shit, do I remember how to do a player review? And I'll do a bunch of player reviews and I get into a game. I'm like shit, do I remember how to do a game review? <laughs> you know, but uh, I'm just, I just think to myself, okay, so 90 right here, uh, right end. Um, Again, don't love the play design. Yeah, no, that, that bullshit. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I, I didn't really, for the, for, at first. I I didn't know the sifter was there. The sifter's coming underneath. So that's 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 what the sifter is for. Um, is to block the the D end on the backside of these zone runs. Typically, um, you don't really see a lot on like outside wide zone, um, mid zone, and again, I differentiate between all of, all of those. Um, and I will get into that in the future if you have not been listening to the show before. But offensive line going opposite of him, zone stepping. Again, he's containing the edge, but he's going to step down, you know, pinching down on it because he doesn't want it to stay wide because he's not going to involve stuff in the play no matter what. But he wants to stay wide enough where he cuts it back. He's still in a good position to not him bounce outside. So, um, but now, now he's pinching down. What does he see? Obviously, he knows it's an inside zone split. This is a split part of it. And aware, knows where the running back is going. Drops his weight, hands out, takes on the the, uh, the sifter. Again, with, with relatively good hand placement. Extension, throws him back. And with, with him throwing him back, what happens? He tries to anchor down, left leg extends, trip seek. And he gets a hand on. So he gets the, the run stuff, whatever, you know, tackle. So good job. Again, square, square, square. Know the sifter's coming. Extension, blow up the run. He's not, he's not a guy in the run game. Like in terms of like first choices for the Jets, you don't want to run against Clinton Williams, obviously, and you don't want to run against Shaq Lawson. So for me, just in terms of run defense for the Jets, I would kind of put them at opposite ends. I would, wouldn't want to necessarily have like, let's just say, you know, um, 
and we and we have the uh, the four three over look right here, which by the way, like, you know, five tech, one tech, uh, three tech, five, where the where the under would be uh, five three one five, and typically the outside linebacker out there too with over. Um, you probably have the Sam out here somewhere, unless it's like a unless it's uh, I'm assuming the Sam is out here, and if it, and he's not, it's a it's a it's a four two five. But this is an overlook. Just again, I skip over the simple stuff sometimes, but nonetheless, in this type of overlook, I would like it to be a um, a Q Lawson type deal because I don't want it to be Q and Lawson because then you probably have like Rankins and and Huff, and I want kind of to spread out the 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 solid run stuffers on the team. I don't want them to be on the same same side, especially away from the strength because. Um, you'd assume they're going to run to the strength. Um, but continuing on, that's just kind of a side note. I would like to see them not next to each other. Um, and it's not to say that, 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 you know, obviously if it's like Fado Kasi, if you, if it's to look where it's, where it's Fado Kasi Q rankings, that's fine. <laughs> that's completely fine. But sorry for a different day. I'm just talking about if you had, you know, rankings in there or JFM. Sack again comes off the ball, play action. So he takes more of a he jump sets him more of a forty five degree jump set to sell the play action. Um, Lost takes that one step inside, notices the, the aggressive set. You, could, you, you in general with him, sometimes his hands aren't the most accurate, and you'll see hands miss and stuff like that. But here he goes with the double swipe. The inside lands. The outside doesn't really land. Um, but he's angling outside. Now, good job with the with the double swipe. Wipe that outside of the hand away again. Just you don't want to, to maintain that contact point. You want to want to have your chest clean, so he wipes it away. Good job with that. Again, just continually working the hands. And now, again, noticing the quarterback set point. The tackle should kind of know it and sink down a little bit here and not continue to kind of really try to run up the arc because if he runs up the arc in terms of Lawson just running up the arc, like, like where my cursor is, he's out of the play anyway. So the tackle, you'd like to see him kind of set it down more, but Lawson notices a set point. He's not going to bend this edge. And now that paired with him opening his hips to get up, up the arc. What does he want to do? He's going to club him to get, to get inside and flatten club him inside to flatten. Get the tackle or the sack. Sorry. Good job. 17 Shaq win. Okay. One pass rush right here. Left or the, uh, the left end. Or sorry, I was screwing that up before right end left end. I said, I said the opposite before that's my, that's my apologies. That's, that's a stupid thing to screw up, but, um, right end against left tackle left end against right tackle. That's, that's, what it should be. Um, swatch. Again, is the ball out, you know, quick three stop or three step hitch or two and throw. Yes. Yeah, so it's a quick, it's a quick throw. Um, hell of a job by the receiver, by the way, name that catch your contact and staying up, but uh, not a value no Cowboys. So you, this is one of his moves too. When he's rushing the edge, You'll see him do these like swinging rips, which is just the swinging rip is really just dipping your shoulder and taking like a really 
kind of uh, exaggerated um, rip. And that's kind of just to give them your chest, like show them your chest. And then you're kind of just dipping your shoulder underneath, under, under, underneath that arm um, and limiting that, that, again, that contact window. So you're, you're kind of really just dipping underneath the, the, the punch is a swinging rip. So coming into that, into that window, swinging rip, really low and exaggerated. Now bend and he, and the good thing about him too, is what you've seen in, in his, uh, in his strengths and weaknesses at the end, uh, we're probably at a listener or the subscriber only portion right now. Um, you'll see me say power through contact. And what I mean by that is guys who are like bending or trying to penetrate a gap when guys have hands on, whether it be their shoulder, their, their hips, like he does right here with Tyron Smith with the right hand on the hip. A lot of guys who aren't strong through contact, don't have that power through contact. They'll get pushed up the arc. Um, it's really important for me to have power through contact because you're not going to win cleanly every time. More often than not, you're not obviously going to win cleanly. It's the NFL. If you get a sack of game, you're, 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 you're getting paid, you paid $20 million a year. Um, so a lot of times you're going to have to have that power through contact. And even with Tyron Smith's hands on his, on his, um, hip right here, he's able to flatten out pretty well. You see that a lot of guys are going to get completely moved right here, but he has a lot of power to flatten. Now, yes. It, Dak kind of notices that pressure and steps up a little bit, takes an extra hitch or two. But overall, I'm still going to give him pressure right here and, and a good play versus Tyron Smith. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I didn't win it, but there's a positive takeaway there, clearly. If you can't, then I don't know. I, I, I severely doubt you. you know, you're, you're watching this channel if that's, if that's how you're, you evaluate football, to be completely honest. Um, Fortech right here. Again, it's just heads up with the tackle, Fortech. Again, they run not not the most typical TE stunt, but you, but you have a TE, so he's going to kind of, in a typical sense, he would be like a like a three right here, or or maybe even a three, but like a two I, and try to carry the the guard, and then and then pick the tackle. Um, but in this situation, a little bit, little bit different, um, just in terms of alignment. So he's going to kind of just penetrate and hope that, uh, hope that the, the, the guard is in like a slide and, and picks him up for too long. So it's a little bit of a different look, um, in terms of one of these like TE stunts. But it kind of still works. Because again, typically you just want cross face, carry, pick, cross, but um, he engages with the with the um, with the guard, which now he putting a little bit more emphasis on the the or this looks putting a little bit more emphasis on the D end, not closing too much grounding and being able to get uh, over the top and scrape inside. But nonetheless, who cares? So rushes against the the uh, the guard again. His outside hand tends to land a little bit wide. Now, could could have that been he he meant to club? I, I think if it was him meant to club, he would have done it with a little bit more urgency to club. Um, to me, it looks like more they just they kind of met each other helmet to helmet, and then he just made a quick adjustment right here and went with the club and stepped through. So I, I like that. Okay, he didn't win here. This is not ideal position for him, but um, just kind of having a natural feel for the play at this point. He feels that the the B gap is open. His his hips at this point are cleared. And 
I saw something, by the way, I don't know who this was, say, I talk about like hips a lot. Me, I think maybe somebody commented on my videos, like, oh, you talk about hips. Hips and clearing guys, and hips are the really important in football. They are, so yeah, I talk about hips a lot, but you need to. So I could say, okay, he's cleared his level. I'm not going to say hips, I guess, anymore. Uh, that, I'm obviously bullshitting you. I'm going to say it because it's important. Um, which, by the way, with that, so talk about hips, and then I'm not going to say who it is. If you if you know me, maybe you know him, but um, I think I was reaching out to a couple different people like, a couple of years ago. Um, and just talking about football and like, what should I do and all this stuff. And, and somebody actually told me to be more simple. I'm not gonna say who the name is, but I said, Hey, you should really kind of, I'm not going to mention the names who, who are more simple, but, but really simplify stuff. And, and just say like, maybe, maybe on this play, say, Hey, you know, look at his power, look at him, look at him with that club and he wins and, and he, and he chases down Prescott. He doesn't get the sack, but really good play. And that would be the end of it. They told me to simplify my stuff. Bullshit. Bullshit. And here we are now with subscribers and JetX, you know, that's, that's why you kind of stick to your guns. So I like the adjustment here of now placing the hand to the back to club him, And with that clearing him, clearing his level with that step through, because if, if he didn't pair this club with him stepping through, he's never going to clear that level. If he just, if he just did swear here, now he's just, now he's just fighting and trying to just kind of yank him, pull him, jerk him. Um, instead of clearing himself with that step, step through. So good adjustment, hand in the back, step through with that, with that crossover right here. Flatten, again, Prescott is on the run and, and throws it to Amari Cooper, but still a win by uh, Shaq Lawson right there. I think I told a couple people who I said that was. We'll just simplify, simplify my shit. Make it a lot easier on me, right? Not study and put out, you know, two-minute... Twitter clips like somebody does gets thousands of retweets, which is beyond me. Yes, I'm salty. <laughs> so right here, wide five, seven. This is one of his better games. Again, didn't get a ton of like, I don't know, QB hits or pressures or whatever, but overall he played pretty well. Again, in terms of his win right here, not the cleanest win. He does get, he does get caught in chest, but because of the distance, it's not necessarily the strongest punch from uh, the right tackle, and he's able to like to to wipe it away, swipe it away. Swipe is more lateral down, or or more lateral where chop is more down, where wipe is more up for me. Just it's how I kind of differentiate. So um, swipes it with two hands. Now, what does he notice? Again, at this point in the rush, is he going to with with the with the tackles feet and body position where he is he's really ready to play to play the arc right here play an outside rush so he notices that he's a good feel for that in rushes so he knows he's not going to the outsider here so what does he do put on the brakes hand onto the back he's running outside he's running he's racing up the arc right here so where's where is he weak with him running outside the inside so Lawson feels that puts on the brakes inside club club get inside get the hit on, on Dak Prescott, who again, delivers a ball to 18 over the middle. But again, again, for Lawson, this is a win, you know, obviously it's a win. If he had to hold the ball there, if the coverage was better, it's a, uh, it's, it's a hit. It's a sack. It's, it's whatever. QB hit. Okay. Uh, right here. Five tech four point stance now. Recorded that play too long. Okay, so he comes off the ball, 
Um, and they're just in a, uh, this is just a blitz. It's not, it's not like a tag rush. I'll talk about tag rushes in, in, in a future show. Um, but they sugar the a gap and I get ta- and I, I'll talk about it really quick right now. Um, just really just with the linebackers. I'm not gonna talk about everybody else, but the tag rush, what they would do right here is they'd both, they'd both blitz the a gap. Whoever, whoever's not picked up by that center. If they tag it, whoever's not picked up by that center drops into coverage. Um, but with this, um, it looks like they're in a three jet protection and just three jet center is going to slide to the, to the right side. Uh, other side of the line is going to slide left running back fills for linebackers. So it's like a, it's, it's like a, it's a, uh, it's like a Bob, it's like a Bob, uh, what is it called? Like line where you have like man, you have man blocking, you have Bob, which is typically like man with a, with a, uh, or sorry, you have, you have man, you have slide. And then man, typically guys are match up against one another. And then the, uh, the running back takes the linebacker. You have slide, which is just more of zone blocking. You have combination, which is more of what this is where you have a slide and, and, a, and him on the backer. There's a bunch of different set. There's a bunch of different ones. Then you have like three jet, two jet slide left, two jet, three jet slide, right. Running back filling. We'll get to all that in the future. I learned a couple of productions. There's a thousand out there, but pretty being pretty simple. There's, there's man zone uh, and then combination of man and zone. But this looks like three jet, him filling, slide right. And with him sliding right and the blitz off the edge, again, it's not man where, okay, it's one, one, one. It's more of zone blocking. So you have to feel it with these guys. And what's happening here um, is Lawson's not picked up because they're overloading the, 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 the right side of the line with him filling. Now he's kind of out of position and you have four against three with him too far inside. So Lawson kind of gets lost in the shuffle right here. And the, and the right tackle notices the blitz off the edge, which if anything, again, you want to pick up inside to outside, not outside to inside because inside's more obviously a quicker angle to the quarterback. Um, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle in the B gap. The right tackle tries to pass him off. Tries to kind of pick up two guys at once. The guard isn't able to do it. And the Lawson, um, again, does a good job of getting in there. Club the running back who is not obviously picking it up well. Big hit on the quarterback. So again, sorry for all the not not sorry actually. You guys, I'm sure want to know about the the Manning combos and Bob and two jet three jet. So, but good job with Lawson right there, engaging too, just engaging, just clearing himself up. Big hit. Uh. Duh, duh, duh. Okay, 21 of 43. We're about halfway through. Okay. Shack pressure. Right here. Again, forces the rollout, forces the bad throw, forces him um, to get outside, which again leads to a pre- which leads to a hit by whoever comes from outside. 98. Um, but in terms of, in terms of loss and with this, with this rush, left tackle tries to get out on left tackles Villanueva at this point, still 78 for them. Who's a good left tackle. I, I believe it's Villanueva. I could be wrong, but rushes outside again, just, just noticing 
you have to notice drops, you have to notice drops to the quarterback, you have to notice kick slides. And in this situation, he sees the quarterback shallow, notices that he's outside. What's open right here? Massive gap in the B gap. Does he want to continue to stay outsider here where he's really set against outside? Um, no. So he doesn't do that. Plants, crosses his face. Club with the inside arm, rip up. Club, rip up. And again, what's that's, what that's doing is that right tackle's you know, uh, right arm, or sorry, left tackle's right arm is, is what, what he's going to try to do is he's going to try to wrench him, um, which basically what that, mean, what, what that means is right hand inside, left hand is going to go into the lower of the back, and now he's going to kind of push with both hands. It's going to stand Lawson up. But now that that rip prevents is that is that push is that kind of those 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 pushes to straighten out the spine. So now you rip up that arm. It's going to lift the elbow, and now there's no strong contact point. So he's not going to he's not going to stand you up. And he's almost going to push you into the quarterback. That rip is really preventative. Rips are, are very preventative, and and they help you as, as a kind of as a lever point. There's a bunch of stuff that they do, but in this situation with him trying to 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 wrench him. Um, which is exactly what, what the tackle is supposed to do when he's beat like this. That rip prevents it. Strong power through contact, power through two guys, dives, the quarterback's able to stay up, but again, obviously forces the pressure. So we'll watch one more time. Good stuff. Okay. All right. Continuing on, pause it for a second. Um, pressure, okay, we're going to 22. Run stuff, dent post. Okay, there's gonna be a combo. Um, what's most likely going to happen? I forget this play exactly, but he's they're gonna combo block him right here on the backside. Um, they're going to combo him on the backside. He's the high leg, and the high leg is going to initially, initially probably in this case, take a near step and then try to climb to the linebacker, whether that be or, or the back safety, whatever that whoever he's going to climb to. He's the post, so you either want to knife through it, dent the post. You can take on the high leg too, um, but typically you want to dent the post. That's the guy who's who's kind of designed to take you on. Um, but regardless, so he's in dent the post right here, which is a tight end in this combo. Yeah. He used like a ricochet, the, the guard. Kind of rocks. Yep. But good job by Lawson kind of noticing it. Denting the post. Just take on the one guy. He's just not going to try to split it. He's just going to take on the one guy. Extension, hands in. Or, sorry, just hands inside. And he's strong enough to take on the initial, the initial contact. Like you could see, obviously, the, 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 the right tackle doesn't get the best contact into him. Or sorry, the extra tackle. They have a, they have a, they have an extra tackle on. Um, the extra tackle doesn't get the the best contact, but still really strong. That doesn't really affect them. Powers, eyes up, eyes up on the running back, eyes up on the running back. Sees he's cutting outside. Jerk him inside. Jerk him. Lower shoulder. Stand him up. So hell of a job dents in the post right there, and then just. Uh, staying aware of the running back. So really good run stuffer. He's definitely a really good run stuffer. That is for sure. 23 sack thump. Uh, right here. He's like a nine. Call him a nine now. Call him a wide seven. Loose seven. Either way, though, he's definitely not a five. 
Again, just situational um, here. Widens, tight end kind of chips and releases. Widens that a little bit. And what is he going to notice again? At this point, is he going to get all the way around to the quarterback? No. So he's going to flatten and try to win inside. Flattens. Now that's paired with the quarterback stepping up with some pressure and starting to scramble. And now Lawson is running full speed at a flat angle and just absolutely wallops <laughs> the quarterback. While And the good thing about this too is that's like, it'll probably go like unnoticed a little bit, but you see how he reaches for the ball right there. Sees that ball loose, reaches for it, rips it down and it rips the arm down and away from the ball. So really good job with, with this, with the sack force fumble right there. Just being aware um, in the moment, one of, of kind of the play and where the quarterback is and where his relationship is to the tackle and also um, ripping the ball out. And obviously absolutely laying the wood on the court on the quarterback. Just he, he folds them. Just absolutely folds them. Love it. I'm sorry. Like, you know, Offensive football, but watching a quarterback take an absolutely massive shot, as long as it's not Zach Wilson, I, I love it. Okay. Uh, squeeze, tech, meh. Right here. Wide five, loose five, seven. Again, situation where he creates pressure um, and makes the quarterback step up into the, into the pocket, into a sack. So good job by him. Now, in terms of the, the technique, it's not, it's not, it's actually, it's, it's okay. Um, he does get caught in the chest. Both of his, both of the hands land. It seems at least the right hand of the, of the tackle lands inside. Um, so not necessarily best in terms of letting those hands land, but in terms of um, landing his hand being low and now, oops, sorry. But now in terms of, again, hand inside low, and him controlling that elbow, lifting it up, kind of forking it, it's not that bad. So I, I, I said that when I initially recorded it. It's, it's really not the technique. It's not that, not that bad. It's, it's okay. It could be a little bit better. Keep himself completely clean, obviously. But overall, leverage hands inside, forking that, that, that outside arm just a little bit. Kind of, kind of doesn't necessarily land as cleanly as he wants to. But you see the power. You see the leverage. Power, 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 power. Almost gets the quarterback. He, he gets a hand on. Again, forces a step up sack. Good play. Just squeezing down on the quarterback like that. Uh, check. Rush, but hands. Eh, okay. Let's see if I was wrong that time. Oh, now we're going to the, to the, uh, to the Dolphin stuff. So, again, seven. Loose five. Wide five. I just say both of them, just like whatever you want to call it. I, I, it doesn't really matter. It's not like you're wrong either way. Some people call that a nine. You reach for a nine a little bit there if you want to. Whatever. Again, I don't really care as long as you're consistent with what you call it. So, again, rushes the arc. The thing, again, with his hands, sometimes sometimes they're, they're when he tries to swipe guys, they're a little, they're a little bit too like extended where when you're extended and you're just kind of going with your hand, either when you're swiping or, or chopping down, when you're extended, you're kind of giving yourself less of a surface area to make contact with the elbow. So an extended hand, you can only hit with the hand when you kind of, when you, when you time it better, 
when you're better positioned to, to swipe away the hand or to chop the hands, when you're coming down with more of a 90 degree angle and you're on your, with your forearm and you're trying to wipe, if you're going with like more of like the, the wrist area to try to, to try to wipe the hands away, swipe the hands away, chop the hands, whatever, um, you're giving yourself the, the, the flexibility of now hitting from anywhere from your elbow to your wrist and your hand extended. If you miss that, if you miss his level, you're going to wipe right past him. So I hope that maybe I didn't explain that the best, but that's, that's what I'm saying. When your hands be more, more tight and more 90 degree angle than extended, it just, so here you're seeing miss he, with that right hand. Now the left hand comes inside to, to, for that, for that stab. So he's trying to stab, wipe away and then just, just bend with, with that, with that long arm. Um, but the right hand misses. So that, that happens a decent amount with him. You want to see the hands be more accurate and just kind of clean your technique. You see, again, it's too, it's too extended. It's onto the shoulder, so it's not really doing much. But now in terms of leverage, this is a strong contact point. In-step, maybe a little bit on the ball of the foot. Um, but in terms of, again, leverage right there, it's, it's good after that point. So the right hand's good. Uh, the left hand is good inside. The right hand could have been a little bit cleaner. Power through contact. Gets a hit on Minshew, but the ball is obviously out really quickly. So... We continue on. Tight end, no chance. Yeah, uh, run game, you're trying to block him with a tight end, especially if it's on the front side. I'm not, I'm not sure if this is on the front side. There are very little, if any, tight ends who could block him consistently. And, and the league, it's just not going to happen. He's just too powerful. He's powerful for tackle. He's powerful for tackles. So for tight ends, there's not really a shot. This is on the back side. Or sorry, the front side. I, I was looking at him and thought that was Lawson. So it was great with Lawson and the Bills because he – he he wore the um, the the only like sleeve. He looked different. Where ninety one sometimes looked the same as him, which I think is Agba last year, right? Um, but here, okay, so he's on the front side. Like I said, again, more of like an outside linebacker position, but it could be just a stand up end too. Like it's not it's not that much different for for me to be completely honest. Um, but nonetheless, let's watch again. I don't, I don't, it's not smart to run at him with a tight end blocking on the front side. It's just not, they run like an inside zone. And what he does again is good job setting the edge here. He doesn't necessarily want to dive inside and, and then let him have the edge. So good job initially setting the edge extension hands inside. Now what does he do? Maintains that extension eyes into the backfield at a certain point. He's either going to see the running back um, committing inside or he's in a feel that the running back's cutting, cutting inside. Because if he, if he stays here for four seconds, he doesn't see the running back cutting inside, obviously he's inside. So you have to kind of feel that if he doesn't see it, either sees it or feels it, crosses the face at the perfect time, hand comes up, swipes it down, flattens, crosses the face. Good job flattening, wipe away the hand. Tackle on running back. Do not want to run on his side as an opposing team with just a tight end blocking him on inside zone. There's just... I. I I do not see that being smart at all. So not the best call run stuff. Okay. Um, he's right here. Five tech tight five, really tight five. Again, what happens? He's on the backside. Offensive line zone steps. He's just trying to maintain the left tackle that, that inside leverage on him. The positional leverage he steps inside Lawson again good job in terms of making that first contact 
landing his hands on decent leverage again really good run in the, in the run game now after he does that what do you want to do work off your insteps which is the most powerful point again you don't want to work on the balls of your feet on the heels of your feet works against your natural lever point when you go or works with your natural lever point when you go in steps now you're not working with your with your natural lever points of your, of your knees um so it, it's obviously more powerful to be on in steps so in steps extension eyes in the backfield see obviously the running back is committing to the to the front he's not he's not completely there's bending his front back um so he's now he's in a shed extension jerk him down pull him run to the running back so again just overall good technique good leverage good hand placement good awareness of the running back good shed find them flatten get in on tackle I think what he's providing in terms of run, run, the run game is even bigger for this defense than what he's providing in the pass rush. Um, while the pass rush, if you have to choose one or the other, is good, uh, you'd rather have the pass rush, but he's going to make more of an impact as a run, run, run defender, which is important for this defense, like I, like I kind of said at the beginning of this review. So um, let's watch the play. Again, um, sorry, coming up the, the – uh, the uh, left side, right, or the right side of the defense, the left side of the offense. And again, rushes up the arc. Good job with the hand inside. I'm cool with that. Again, the, the, the one time I criticized it, it was too high on the shoulder, but when it's in that armpit area, that's that armpit, outer pec, I'm cool with it. So good hand placement. It's not too high. Extension. I can't tell exactly where the right hand lands, if it's outside shoulder, inside shoulder, whatever it is. But um, obviously, I'm just looking at the inside. The extension right there is good. Now, um, there's a lot of, of room. He's going to wipe away the hands, swipe the hands. You see a double swipe. Swipe down, chop down. Now he's going to reach through, rip. So this is a good technique overall. It really is. Bull again. He he started to stack moves and have more counter moves um, in Miami. So he, I think he learned some stuff going to Miami. To be completely honest, and he wasn't necessarily as productive, but he kind of stacked moves more a little bit better. So I, I like that. So extension, double swipe, reach through with the rip again. You don't want to open up your chest. You don't want to give them to it. You don't want to give them it. So with that outside hand that's trying to contain them right now, you want to rip through that, lift it up, rip through it. Again, hand on the quarterback. Um, forces them to step up. There's no interior pressure. If that's the Jets, most likely a sack. But nonetheless, it, it can, it's going to happen with the Jets. I'm not going to get there every time. But uh, still, a good play by him. Almost brings on the quarterback. He gets out, forces the roll out. Now it's a ball incomplete. Yep, see? Pressure sucks. Screws up quarterbacks. 29. Uh, fork bull. Okay, we're seeing right here. Going against the left tackle. Lose five, wide five. Again, his bull rush, it can be cleaned up a little bit at times, but overall, it's, it's, it's definitely pretty good. So, um, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the tackle. It's just not the best technique. Let's just say that. Um, but in general, can't necessarily tell where the outside hand lands of, of, of Lawson. Looks like it might land to the elbows, kind of both hands in the elbows. So, he's kind of controlling the elbows a little bit. And then, it's not like they're necessarily clean. Like, this is, you know, his hands are high right here, et cetera. You know, not, he's not completely controlling the chest of the hands 
but his kind of natural power just takes over at this point when neither of them have really good positioning leverage, et cetera. Um, and he just initially doesn't have again, good spot or good spot on him. And, uh, let's see what he does after. Looks like after initially not having good, good, good hand placement, he now lands his hand inside right here and kind of jerks him, pulls him inside or holds him inside. Hit on Minshew. Yeah, not the cleanest play. Like if you look at it, like here's not the cleanest, but he has natural power where even if he's not necessarily controlling you, his power from his legs um, and just kind of leaning into you with his chest, it's, it's going to move you back. So um, I didn't mention, but yeah, that, that inside hand forks, forks the, the tackle a little bit at first. Shaq spin. Okay, right here. Not not the biggest spin type guy. Um, but we're going to see right here. He's the right end. Uh, obviously, it forces a pressure and all, all of this dancing around and then chases Minshew down for the uh, for the hit. Ends up in a, um, almost an interception, actually. The ball wasn't intercepted there somehow. But... <sighs> trying to think how to go about this um when guys are wide like this if you know the tackle sets and if he's going to fortify the reset and you know the tackles either going to shoot with two hands um or cheat a little bit outside having a counter inside is a really good idea if this tackle were to be a little bit more inside inside of an out guy or inside out guy an inside spin is not gonna be the best move so this could be film study could be just the natural feel over the game of what the tackle is doing but he rushes up the arc he anticipates obviously the two-handed punch now, a two-handed punch, racing outside, feet open outside, hips open outside. The inside is the weak point right now. So um, he's going to time those hands, plant off the outside, chop, uh, or uh, chop the, both the hands down, spin. Good job with the ice pick right here, kind of just kind of just controlling that arm and throwing himself inside that ice pick with, uh, after the spin is important. Get inside, obviously, the, 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 uh, I think it's Normwell, the left guard, um, drops off from the inside to help him. He trips. You love the effort of him to get back up. Again, he's, he's, he is a decent effort player, solid effort player. Chase it down, Minshew. Um, now, in terms of the spin, uh, could have been a little bit cleaner in terms of him. Like You, you do want to get really tight, and, and you do want to see, um, again, better hand placement. Like You'll see guys who, if they're anticipating this, they'll, do, they'll have like more choppy like read steps and they'll they'll plant as they're chopping. He kind of he kind of chops and then plants, and he's not tight. So it could have been cleaner. And in terms of the chop, um, it kind of slips in, in in between the arms, and it doesn't necessarily land cleanly. Like this is not the cleanest chop, as you can see. It's not really forcefully moving that arm down. So you'll see guys who are really good with it. We'll give you some stutter steps, plant while they're chopping, um, completely just completely destroy those hands, and then spin inside while they're a little bit tighter. And when you're a little bit tighter, what that does is um, you're just inside quicker. So if, if he was like more hip to hip here, he would win inside cleaner and he doesn't really have to fight the contact where because he's not as tight on that spin, the hands don't land cleanly. Again, could clean up a little bit of, of the spin move here. It's not, the, it's not a Dwight Freeney spin move. Um, he wouldn't have to work against this now if he was tighter and he defeated those hands better. But nonetheless, it's a, it's a decent spin move gets inside and then the effort part it's probably even the better part of, of this entire play you love effort or i love effort 
Uh, I remember probably the hardest I've criticized people was after that Rams. I was in the joint review and watched the Rams in the Super Bowl and they weren't running to the ball. I almost lost my mind. I don't know how their coaches forgave some of those players. They're not running the Super Bowl. What are you, are you crazy? <laughs> like Super Bowl. It's the last game. You have five months off after this ish. Not, not really football players have to work out year round, but still, um, right end right here against left tackle. Okay. Rushes up the arc, which is, this is just the arc. The hand of the tackles is drag hand, left hand's kind of out there, out there for the taking. So he takes that hand with a fork, forks it, tight elbow underneath his elbow. You're going to lift it up. Now, instead of chopping it, wiping it, swiping it, whatever you want to call it, or again, they're all different to me. Now he's just going to lift it up with that fork. So left hand inside, right hand fork. Fork it up, lift with the inside. Now he's just going to power through contact and, and take that edge. Again, get the pressure to hit whatever on, on Minch right there. I didn't, I didn't watch if he actually contacted him, but still good play by him. Balls out quick. Shaq club. Okay, right here. A lot of right right end type stuff with the, with the Dolphins. Again, like, oh, he played fourth the outside linebacker. How much different does this stuff look than, than the Bills? You know, it's not overly different. It's really not. Again, gets, he gets in the play, but there's other guys who get there quicker. So he rushes more inside directly at the right tackle. Can't necessarily tell exactly where his hands land. This, this right hand, if you're looking at the right hand of, of Lawson, looks to land a little bit high. Um, so it looks like another situation. Uh, like a play I played play I showed before, he's a little bit high. Hands are a little bit high. He initially contacts them, which, which blows the, the tackle back a little bit. And then after that, he kind of readjusts his hand, refits his hand, clubs, and gets inside. So not the cleanest right here, but now after that initial contact, he has the awareness to refit that that inside hand, club him, get inside. Club, arm over. There's a difference between swims and club arm overs for me. Again, swim is more chop, grab, and pull through, where club is more... Again, club arm over. There's just a difference. There's an extra step with swim moves to me. Everybody, as people call a club arm over swims, but then what do you call a true swim? I guess a a chop swim. I, I don't I don't know, but I call lots of club arm overs. Then you, I've heard players, even like top hundred players, call call them club arm overs too, or um, just arm overs. I like to differentiate. People just call swims club arm over. Again, I already, I already said that, but like a, a a swim right here would be chop with this hand pull or, or grab with this arm and then pull himself through where again, there's a difference. So good job refitting, getting inside would have got there, but obviously two guys are there quicker, but still a good, a good uh, club arm over from him. Another club arm over. Okay. See, so he's right here. Tight five, Dwayne Brown. Again, rushes more inside initially inside, outside, um, now because of the, it's like, it's like another two jet right here, uh, where they're sliding center, left tackle, sliding left, right, right guard, right tackle, sliding, right. He's picking up the linebacker. So the two jet and he's taking some liberties, this tackle, to be honest, shooting at the inside because he knows he has this guard. So that's why he's doing that because he knows the protection. 
Um, so he was initially setting outside in case this guy blitzed. Um, he knows he has a guard, Ayupati, I think, um, inside. Is that Ayupati? Yeah, it looks like Ayupati, right? Is he still playing? Or am I completely wrong? I think his brother or some shit? I don't know. Um, takes some liberties, just shoots at the, with the inside arm. Um, looks like it lands. But you have Lawson, who, again, is kind of noticing the, the open gap right here and him set, setting more outside. So this is the open spot. He doesn't want to try to get completely outside right here. Again, he's just not the flexible, bendy player type to do that. So he has to know how to win. Notices the inside again. You know, the hand lands, power throughs it. Club, arm over. Iopati's not there because he just uh, dropped the, 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 the hammer on the tackle. Gets inside, massive hit on Wilson. He's a big hitter. He's not a guy you want hitting your quarterback, that is for sure. You don't want anybody hitting your quarterback, but especially not Shaq. Shaq, uh, Sack Stride, okay. Um, right here, I'm assuming he's going to shorten Stride and get inside. Uh, I don't remember, but based on how I labeled that, that's what I would guess. Okay, no, that's not what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, he's tackle radius. He's not the most athletic player, but when he gets his hands on you, and he's so powerful that it just it's hard for you to get away from him. It is. Um, but okay. So everybody's zone steps. Again, he just he just pinches inside, works through the contact of, of Disley, which again, he's he's super powerful. But the thing I like about him here is he he looks at the mesh point of the of the quarterback and the running back, the mesh point of the handoff. Eyes, you can see his eyes are low. It's on, it's on that mesh. It's on that ball. He notices the ball is is sticking with Wilson, so he's not just going to continue to to crash down on the running back. Um, so now what he does is, it's, it's it's a really little thing, but I do like it. He's trying to bend and he shortens his stride. There's some guys who are just, who are just kind of um, elongate their stride or, or keep on their stride, and then he would probably trip right here. But I like it's kind of like a little conscious decision to try to bend it back outside and, and, and kind of keep himself clean right here. It's little, but I, I do want to mention it, that he shorts the shot right there. Something super, super small. But now with the pressure in Wilson's face, he tries to kind of, uh, you know, uh, move to his right. Shaq's not in the easiest position here, getting contacted and trying to grab Russell Wilson in this position, which was an arm tackle. But again, his grip strength is so freaking strong. And he's so strong that you just do not get away from him. So he doesn't have a good tackle radius, again, by athleticism, because usually what long arms athleticism usually dictates a tackle radius. But if you can get your hands on guys and, you're, and you're freaking, your grip your grip strength is absurdly strong and it can't be broken, that's kind of how he has a good tackle radius. Um, I think he gets hurt there. He probably just pulled his shoulder out of his socket. He probably just popped it back in real quick. That's probably what happened. With an arm tackle with a 200-and-some-pound guy running against your arm knock that thing right out of the socket pull it right out of the socket right here um nine tech seven wide seven blue seven again pretty pretty self-explanatory not necessarily self-explanatory here but rushing wide because of the tight end and where he's set when he's rushing wide um the tackle which is 73 Jordan williams he got back healthy this year. It's, I think 73 is Jordan Williams. Jordan Williams is setting a pretty hard edge for him to get to, again, quicker set, notice the set. If he's setting outside, it's going to be hard for you to bend around and get there in time. So what's the quickest uh, route to the quarterback? Inside. Especially in this situation where he opens up with, with kind of like 
heel clicks and open up the outside. Lawson kind of feels that. Inside club-ish, kind of lifts him, club to mix, but gets a hand on the shoulder again. Perfect area. That's fine. If it's in the shoulder pit, armpit, cool with it. Especially when you're trying to get to the inside. You're, now, you're, now you're pushing his, his frame and his midpoint past you. Um, where if you're inside, it's going to be harder to push him up the arc. So when you're trying, when you're trying to club get him inside, that's even, it's, it's a, kind of the best hand place you can have minus, you know, really under the armpit. Shoulder pad's fine. Bicep up to shoulder pad. Lift, club him inside. Punch through the inside arm. Get on the quarterback uh, and get the pressure or whatever. 36. Easy run stuff, okay? We're not going to spend a lot of time on this. Uh, four, really tight five. I'll call, either way, I'd probably call them a four if I, if I had to be nitpicky. I'm not nitpicky, but just whatever. Um, steps up field, zone steps. Guard takes them on. Again, good leverage. Extension with the hands. Landing, land, lands the hands. Puts his helmet right into the kind of the chin. A little bit under the... the Tackle or the guard extension, really good extension and power. So he stacks them. Great job stacking them. This this position is pretty much the best position you can be in. You would like to see him maybe be a little bit more linear and up through him instead of standing up and then leaning into it. So you could you can criticize that a tiny bit, but in terms of hands inside extension in steps, it's it's I, I was super nitpicky with that, but. Um, I pointed out for, for a reason. So with eyes in the backfield, so sees the running back's angle, knows getting outside, leverages himself outside, clears the outside arm. Again, that grip strength of him is pretty ridiculous um, and gets it on the tackle, the running back. Uh, seven more plays, swinging rip again. I'm see him right here. He's just going to really elongate that, elongate it. That rep, dip his shoulder down. Yep. So knows he's gonna rush to the outside. He's setting inside a little bit harder here. You see now it's now it's he's kind of playing more inside outside. Gonna be hard for him to get inside. Swinging rip. Dip dip that shoulder. You want to be more like you know elbow. I can't really see exactly where it is. We want to lift it up again, eliminating that contact point. Kind of a more of a, a, a containment. Wrench. He's going to try to wrench him. Lift it up. Bend through contact or power through contact. Get the hit on the quarterback again. Ball is out really quickly. And like whatever that was, a snag, a hitch, stop. Power through contact again. Right here. Wide five. Loose five. Seven. Nine. Pretty similar situation. Um, not the best set from the tackle right there, to be to be honest, from Jonah Williams. That is Jonah Williams. I don't like him opening up right immediately like this. Um, just because you're not you're not now he's kind of working more past hands instead of hands under hips, hands under base. Um, so he's just going to take the outside because he's obviously really inside outside relationship for him to cross his face at this point. It's not going to be easy, obviously. So he's going to take the outside and 
kind of a swinging rip. He kind of like punches through more. Just try, try, try to like clear his inside shoulder. So it's like a rip, but not necessarily the best, the best rip, but he just, he just takes it, you know, like it comes up now. So it's not the cleanest, um, but it does its job. Power through the contact gets in on the, maybe gets a hand in whatever. It's a pressure sack, half a sack. I don't know what he got there. I'm running through the last plays relatively quickly. Cause I know you guys, you got, you get the player he is now. So I tend to do that at first. I spend a little bit more time and I try to run through it. Um, Right here, wide five, seven, nine. Again, not going to be crazy about it. Again, I do like his awareness when he's rushing. He really does keep his eyes on the quarterback and is aware of, of set points and things like that. So starts inside uh, inside angle more, rushes the outside. Again, the chop doesn't land. He he, tend, he tends to miss on those. I want to see it again. His, his hand either be more be more patient with your hand, or come not as a at flat of an angle with your arm. Again, giving yourself more room to to miss and still be right, kind of. But he rushes um he rushes up the arc. Again, he's probably going to end up throwing a rip if the quarterback continue to drop. But his eyes are on the quarterback, and he realizes the quarterback is going to start to step up in the pocket. What does he do? Plants hard and angles inside and gets the sack. So there's not really much in terms of a rush here. Like he doesn't do not the best here. Just power. You see the power. You see the power. Now, the one thing I do like, I can't tell where the left hand is of him. I can't tell if it clubs. I can't tell what it does. The one thing I do like what the right hand is, you could, you, could, you could see him consciously take that right arm, plant, and now that right arm kind of just, just widens. And that's, again, kind of trying to break that contact point of the tackle's left, left hand which allows him to get inside. You see right there? It's all about hand fighting. You have to be a freaking ninja to be a, to be a defensive lineman. And he obviously gets the sack on, uh, I forget what, what his name is, the quarterback. Top of my head. Four plays, Shaq, sack. I want to differentiate Lawson. I don't want to put Lawson because then if I type Lawson in for something else, I'm going to get freaking confused and it's going to be both Lawson's. I'm going to figure out which one. And no, I just put Shaq for all of, all of his stuff. Right here, he's a four tech, heads up with a tackle. Pretty simple, just because he's, he's heads up. Um, not, not just because he heads, he's heads up. He plants inside, what's that gonna do? Similar situation to before. It's gonna freeze that foot, the inside foot. Not the best footwork from the, from the, the tackle. The tackle is gonna anchor down, or, or not, not anchor down. He's gonna root down, which is just running his feet, foot fire. I'm um, just trying to stay kind of flexible to move inside outside because they're heads up. Or if he was outside, he'd, he'd kick slide outside because he's heads up again. He's going to root down. Um, he roots down. Now, I don't like his footwork in terms of being so wide, in terms of him going to drop his post. Um, and because his feet are wide and his feet aren't good, he, he gets, again, too wide, and now he's not on balance. So I don't, I don't like his feet being so – or his, his base being so wide right there. Um, but Lawson, again, crosses over. One step inside, get outside. Now he comes with the chop again. Now see his angle. Now his angle is a little bit more 90 degree. Now it lands in the elbow instead of it being more flat. So you can see it land right there. It lands. It's not necessarily the most, the most forceful chop, but it does break the elbow a little bit. Rip through, rip through. And it acts as a pivot point too. So not only does it, not only does it lift the arm and defeat that contact point, it also acts as a, as a, as a, as a, uh, as like a post for you to turn around a post for you to turn. So like, obviously like 
you ever play like tag, you know, or you're running away from somebody and you're trying to turn, you're trying to turn around a wall. If you use that wall to, 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 to pivot around, um, it makes a big difference, obviously. Right. So a rip also uh, works in that way. So, um, good job with the, the, the chop again, it could have been a little bit more forceful, but it kind of still breaks that contact point rips through power through that contact power bend sack on, uh, the quarterback who is not having fun right here. <laughs> that looks, I can't tell if it's his teeth. That looks like a pain face. That hurt. Three plays. Uh, Shaq versus power zone. Again, you don't want to run necessarily power zone on him. Power zone. They're going to bypass him. Again, so now this offense line might be like combo, zone block inside. Um, these guys are probably going to work to the backside. He's probably going to work to the, Linebacker, unless they're working to the to the middle, and he's and, and he's working up to the to the uh, like apex, whatever, right here. Um, and then they're gonna power zone him, so he's not even in the play for this. Is this is just strictly man blocking right here with everybody else zoning? So power zone. Let's see how they do it. Yeah, that's how they did it. Okay, so zone to him, backside. He's gonna climb. Okay, so good scheme. Um, the problem with it is you're running at Lawson, who is being blocked by who's trying to be kicked out by a. A fullback so notices that good leverage again you can see him really consciously get low elbows tight hands inside extension pieces helmet inside so now the running back most likely Claudette over to Lair. please have a big year this year because I've been fantasy peaks inside he stays inside but good job by him too um sorry I'm getting like a bunch of texts and shit now okay so good job with Lawson in terms of setting the edge here too, because you don't want him to just pinch down this hard unless like they have like the head or like an exchange where somebody's going to get outside, but he doesn't want to just completely commit inside because then he's going to bounce the run out. If anything, you want to play outside in and make him obviously come inside cut where there's going to be more, more defenders to, to clean it up. So good job by him, not only getting leverage, extending, but widening. You see him widen, 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 but have peak inside. So now he's playing inside, outside or outside to inside, but he's playing both. Or if he just pinched down on this, he's going to cut outside and it could be a big run. So really good job, leverage, hands, widening with an inside helmet. Because now it's a really hard for him to bend that out, outside or uh, bounce that outside, sorry, not bend it inside or outside. Um, widens, sheds, tackle, or get in on the tackle. Two more. Then I read the trends and weaknesses, and then we are done. The next time you see me, I will be doing a quick Eagles game review, Panthers preview, and for my eight people, including me, so seven people in the pickums, I'll be doing the pickums, five, six, seven games, whatever. It's going to be week one. Uh, we are competing for a shirt or two, maybe a shirt and a year subscription, whatever, maybe, or it's just shit talking in general. That's that's the main point, right? Um, hands power through. Okay, he's right here. Uh, through four eye loose three, I call more of a four eye right here. A little bit widen of a split, so it makes it a little more difficult, <clears throat> but more of a four eye. Again, one hard step up field, inside outside relationship versus the tackle or the guard. So he's going to take the outside. Looks like they go to double swipe his hands. I, again, the right hand does not land. Um, but at this point he's winning the outside or he's kind of just working against hands as he, as he, as he angles to the outside gap or to the, uh, to the B gap. So now what happens? 
you could see a really deliberate rip again because now that he steps inside. So I'll, I'll start again. Steps inside, which holds the feet. You can see this base widens. So that's going to be harder for him to get outside. So with that inside step, it freezes him. Now the outside's more open. Now, again, this, this punch, he's not balanced right here. Now this punch is not going to be underneath his hips, underneath his feet. So now it's just working against hands and not, not his base. So that hand is a man contact point. So what does he want to do? He wants to eliminate that hand. How does he eliminate the hand? Really uh, deliberate rip. See, he rips it up. Now that eliminates that contact point. Hold the rip, lift it up. And you don't want to just rip initially or you don't want to lift it up initially. You want to, you want to rip that thing up to the sky the entire time you're, you're, you're bending. Gets a hit on Mahomes again, checks it down quickly to, to uh, Kelsey, who just sits in a soft spot. But still, obviously, a good win for him. It's really quick and et cetera. So one play. Squeeze counter. Counter OF. Counter counter, counter uh, OT. I don't know. Probably. Based on his alignment and how he's leaning on the outside leg, I'm going to say this is a counter OF where he's going to be guard and he's going to pull just based on what he's looking at right here right now. So let's see. Yes, I was right. Okay. I recorded it, but I'm not just bullshitting. I, I forget plays when I record them, especially when you do a 43 in like a day or two. So everybody's stepping away from him. So he doesn't want to say overly wide. He doesn't want to completely, uh, obviously not maintain his backside gap responsibility, which actually ends up being front side because it's a counter. So um, good job. Just pinching down on it. Pinches down, pinches down. Now he's trying to get kicked out. So it's an inside run. But with him pinching down, it's going to be obviously a lot tighter. So good job not hesitating right here. Don't let this guy completely uh, kick you out. Don't dive inside because then he can bounce it outside of you. Um, but squeeze down on the run while maintaining your outside, your outside leverage. So that's exactly what he does. Squeezes it, takes on the outside, uh, inside shoulder versus outside shoulder. Squeeze it. The pat and the power through contact right here. It's it's this is important in terms of okay squeezing down on the run again, not letting it develop inside. Um, you want to see some hesitancy from him here, misdirection, him hold outside, kicked outside, him lead, boom, inside hold big because he's the, he's not he's more on the outside hash right here or the or the this hash instead of uh, you know in between the hashes or th these are the real hashes, but. I guess there's like a college game or whatever it might've been probably with these, but nonetheless, you get the point squeeze down on it, but the power through contact right there to bend and get on that tackle is really, 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 really nice. And it's just forceful too. Just really, really powerful. So good job. That's the last play, uh, strengths and weaknesses. Hope you guys enjoyed Got some of the nitty gritty, some of it, I rushed the end a little bit. Again, I, I just tend to do that with the end of stuff at times. Uh, strengths, thick build strength in general is one of his strengths effective in both pass and run game, power and hands, power through contact ships, uh, sets strong edge, power and trunk effective bull rush versatility to play and man on scrimmage inside at four eye three tech or in the three or four point stances stand up at edge as well. Uh, sorry, or oh, I didn't put that in there first. Um, Good rips, jerks to clear himself in run game. Discipline on backside uh, of run game 
and play action plays, rips, jerks, and forks. I didn't put that in there either. Forks. I'm editing it kind of as we're going. Um, brings thump on tackles, hand usage and run game to shed, strong anchor, flashes of good hand usage and pass rush typically with fork moves um, and rips kind of too. Grip strength when applying to tackle radius. Yep, mentioned that a lot. Uh, weaknesses, bend, flexibility, overall athleticism, more average, not twitchy. Secondary counter pass rush moves. Can be late to shoot hands, caught in chest too often. Pass rush move variety, which increased uh, in 2020 with the Dolphins. Can be laid off snap. Oh, there's a play or two of that. I wanted to show that, but I kind of just rolled through. Uh, but his snap timing is inconsistent. Uh, hand placement can be wide uh, and high during attempted bull rushes at times. His get off is average lateral mobility. Um, needs to be more consistent in setting angles and leverage and bull rush. Yeah, again, sometimes he comes in high. Sometimes I think he could. He sometimes there's he, he'll he'll be moving outside get contact, then leverage, then then go inside where you see really good bull rushers like Khalil Mack who will get outside, really be deliberate in plant work angle or work the inside angle as he's contacting where less effective bull rushers will be outside contact, then get in. Again, Mack will be outside in hit direct climb through. It's all kind of one fluid motion inside as you, as you contact. So your force is really exploding through him instead of being more, um, moving outside to get inside, if you get what I'm saying. So I think he could be more consistent in setting his angles and leverage and bull rush and accuracy and hands um, technique. So appreciate you guys. I will see you uh, in a couple of days in the next review. I'm not sure if this is coming out Friday or Saturday, but um, that review will be out most likely Sunday or Monday. Um, and then other than that too, the only other news, again, starting after week one, I'm doing a weekly live stream, one with Kyle Smith, the next week with with – Nania, maybe Sabo, then Kyle, then JetX, then, you know, whatever. Um, and Monday, if this is, if you don't see the review by Monday, um, every other three Mondays, I will be on Ryan from Jets Talk 24-7 show for an hour or maybe two. I don't, I don't maybe an hour, but eight to nine. One of the JetX guys every Monday will be on Ryan from Jets Talk 24-7. So go subscribe to that and uh, you'll see one of the JetX guys every, every Monday, eight to nine uh, for the season at least. So. Appreciate you guys, and I'll see you soon.